Today's episode of Beyond the Mask is presented by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. Get a free consultation today to be guided through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Just visit crnafinancialplanning.com. Beyond the Mask is also sponsored by crnaeducation.com. CRNAs, you can get the CE credits you need by just going to crnaeducation.com. They have over 100 AANA prior-approved credits, all four core CPC modules, and even over 40 pharmacology credits. No subscriptions. It's all online and mobile-friendly. Just go to crnaeducation.com. And don't forget, listening to our podcast can earn you Class B credits. For more information on how you can submit them, check out our CE credit tab on our website, beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Welcome to Beyond the Mask, innovation and opportunities for CRNAs and advanced practice nurses with certified financial planner Jeremy Stanley and CRNA Sharon Pierce. Jeremy Stanley has worked with CRNAs for more than 23 years, and Sharon Pierce is a former president of the AANA and the NCANA. Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA and advanced practice nurse industries. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7. Sharon, welcome to Hershey. Where all the chocolate is, and I seem to have found every bit of it. Chocolate martinis, <laughs> chocolate bars, well, look chocolate here. cake, right here on our table. On table. Oh, that <laughs> have, we have chocolate. They have chocolate bowls everywhere. of chocolate everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Weather's beautiful. It's oh. wonderful to be up here. I haven't been outside. Oh, I did. Went out at lunch. It's absolutely gorgeous in the seventies. Sun is out. Mm. Blue sky. Oh, it's amazing. This is a, this is a, an incredible hotel and the service here is one of the best places i've ever stayed bar none yeah outside of uh, getting the car service back to the hotel well, it's been outside, great you know but anyway but but i have a ride now yeah i heard <laughs> you, you've got some uh, yeah. hot mama is going to take you yeah to I know. <laughs> she might happen to be with us right now so. <laughs> she just might <laughs> um but yes so uh yes we're at the pennsylvania association of nurse anesthetist meeting doing mm-hmm. some taping and done several sessions so we'll be rolling them out here soon yes we will so another great episode lined up and with us today is Susie newell welcome Susie. thank you yeah glad to be here and i agree with all your sentiments the uh hotel's amazing isn't it yeah, really yeah. Is. it really is yeah listeners it, you need they have it here every single year yes and you need to come to this meeting and they put on such a fantastic meeting with great speakers like you and i jeremy well there you go <laughs> i haven't looked at but i don't know what year it was built but i feel like you're walking back in time like you were mentioning service oh, yeah. it's i thought that it was in the 30s actually i think you're yeah, right 1933 or something i think that's all so Susie, for our listeners who don't know you why don't you give a little bit of background and also, maybe you just throw in there what you're doing right now. Right now. So. <laughs> I would love to. My name is Susie Newell, and I am the current president of OSANA. So that's Ohio State Association of Nurse Anesthetists. And I know, I do the same thing. I know, do I, I say anesthetist? Do I say anesthesiologist? I, know, right. I don't know. Depends on what organization I'm representing, right. but we have not <laughs> changed our name. So we are, I, but I currently work full time in Pennsylvania. So the natural transition for me there is to run nationally Mm -hmm. after I'm done. So I'm running this year for the AANA Board of Directors. 
and um, I'm very excited about it. It's yeah. been an amazing journey. Now, Absolutely. we've had you on the podcast before. Yes. I should have looked up what number episode um, that it was, but you've written a book. I did. I wrote a book called The Path 365, and you guys kindly uh, interviewed me about that. I have, yeah. I'm speaking about that tomorrow. Wellness. I, have, I always say I have four areas that are my expertise. Um, the first is this wellness journey that I've been on, and it started with my sister's overdose, and, and it's just exploded, and I wrote this book on coping mechanisms. And then the second area is obstetrics, which we're going to talk about today. And then the third area is advocacy, because I have a degree in political science, and so I've been doing politics my whole adult life it's part of my early adult enculturation it's completely who I am I can't enter a room without noticing the politics so that's really a a very much a part of who I am so serving in board on boards and and doing this kind of thing and running is a is a very natural part of of who I am and then last part is service you know and education because I feel like education is service and especially in our field where you really take a step back. I, I work at the University of Cincinnati in advocacy. I mean, sorry, <laughs> in, as an adjunct. And I also do, uh, I'm looking to increase my role there as well. So hmm. got your nice. finger in a lot of pies. It I was do. episode 190. Oh, okay. And we're 300. Uh, I don't now. think we're there yet. We're getting close. We're, close. we're getting it's really amazing. close. We, <laughs> we're we're broaching that uh, that barrier um, very quickly now. So, Susie, why don't you talk about the society that you put together? You call it Sonar is the an acronym for it. So let's talk about that. And that's the Society for Obstetric Nurse Anesthesia and Research. Aren't right, you something? Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. So I have done obstetric anesthesia for 20 years. Oh, and God bless you. <laughs> and you'll find that people who do independent practice tend to be very passionate about obstetric across the country, that are CRNAs who do independent practice. And one of the things that I have found over the years is that when I come into a new place, Obstetric anesthesia is so outdated. The only mm. place, and even in the city sometimes you'll find it, but the only place you really see an updated obstetric practice, anesthesia practice, is where there is an ivory tower. It's a very education-oriented institution that has lots of residents and mm-hmm. lots of um, maybe even an obstetric fellowship, and then they understand what is the latest and greatest. And... I go to the meetings, the SOAP meetings every year, and in fact, it's going on this week, and I get the information, I stay up to date, I I do all the research, if I don't know something, I'm buried my head in the research, it's always been my thing, and I have noticed that because we aren't entitled to an opinion as nurse anesthesiologists, we are, we have to have evidence, I've noticed that nurse anesthesia does such a better job in obstetrics. I have frequently come in and followed our brethren (laughs) and found that we just were more up to date Mm -hmm. um, because we have to be, we are, we have to be above reproach. And so 
One of the things, and then the other thing I found that when I go to the meetings, and I so appreciate the work that the Society for Obstetric Anesthesia and Perinatology does, SOAP. I really am very grateful to their work because they do some outstanding research, but I do feel they're very disconnected to the practice of obstetric anesthesia outside of their ivory tower. Hmm. And you'll hear them say things sometimes where you think, oh my gosh, that's so unrealistic. How do you even make that a ruling? Mm-hmm. And, when, and as time has gone on, I've thought, we need to have our own association. And I've thought mm-hmm. that over and over again. And then um, started talking about it with other people. And then over time, you hear more people want that kind of thing. And we, we all, you know, it's, it starts with a groundswell of talking. As, a <laughs> as I, so what happened, the other thing that happened is ACOG came out with a recommendation that for level two nurseries, that you should have a physician anesthesiologist for your OB team. Now, this is devastating for a lot of places because if you if you follow any of the problems with uh, the opioid crisis, you know that level two nurseries have been popping up all over the place simply to treat neonatal abstinence syndrome. Mm. So a lot of rural areas have a level two nursery. Now they'll ship people out at 32 weeks or 34 weeks and they'll have these very limited level two nurseries, but in order to treat these neonatal abstinence syndromes, they have instituted these level two nurseries and they have CRNA teams that take care of them. And this ruling comes out of nowhere and we are just left sitting there with, you know, being out of recommendation, which is horrifying. I mean, we're not out of recommendation. We've been doing this for 150 years. We So what I'm hearing you say is that you created this organization because you saw a void of people who had practical solutions to problems that you have seen in the field. Well, I would be very remiss if I didn't mention Jonathan Alvarado, who had come up with, he had approached the AANA about having specialty tracks. Mm-hmm. And he had called me, uh, who was it? It was um, Jeff Moulter. Okay. Jeff Moulter said, hey, you should talk to Jonathan Alvarado. He's been talking about doing these specialty tracks. So I had a long conversation with him. And then, and I said, but not right now. I've got too many irons in the fire. I can't do this right now. And probably, I don't know if it was maybe six months later, he calls me. He says, I'm doing it. And I'm like, wait, wait. wait." Okay. (laughs) So Somebody's got to. Yeah. And that's, and that's the truth. And I think that's what people don't realize about this kind of thing is that Somebody has to do it. So when was the organization actually born? So about eight, maybe. What's going to be on your logo? (laughs) Like that? No, no, I'm teasing. Because I think about ANA is 1931. It it used to be in the logo. So Uh, 2020, I think, is when we really came together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then what happens, putting together an organization, a board, a, I mean, there's so much to be done. We had to create a 501c3. Mm-hmm. You have to get the insurance to back the board. You have do to you have know. funding to do all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and people think that this kind of stuff just runs itself. But you have to pay for our website. You have to create the website. And a lot, Not we did this on no money. We just sort of did it. And we got some members and, and quickly 
uh, started using that to enhance our website, to pay for insurance, mm-hmm. to, um, and, and the ANA, although not associated with us, they offered us a space to do a launch at the Congress last year. So mm-hmm. we officially launched August of 2022. Okay. But we've, we're, we started 2020 getting everything mm-hmm. together and sort of creating the foundation for okay. it. Attention all certified nurse anesthetists. Are you in need of a reliable and quality continuing education option? Well, look no further than crnaeducation.com. We are an NBCRNA recognized provider offering all four core CPC modules to meet your certification requirements. You can choose from more than 100 AANA prior approved Class A CE credits with 43 articles covering a wide range of anesthesia topics. Need pharmacology CE credits? Well, we've got you covered there as well with over 40 pharmacology CE credits available. All credits are completed online and are mobile friendly. Choose articles worth one, two, or three credits. There's no subscriptions, no hidden fees, just the CE credits you need when you need them. Owned by CRNAs since 2011, you can trust in our commitment to your education. And customer service is always a quick email or phone call or even text away. To sign up and find out more about our education options, visit crnaeducation.com, your partner in continuing education. That's crnaeducation.com. Susie, what are the long-term goals of the organization? What are you guys looking to do? We want to create an association of CRNA clinical specialists that understand, that have specialized in OB anesthesia and a resource for people who are either getting into that or maybe are travelers and want to investigate what they need to do to do OB. We want to be a resource for CRNAs that want to do actual practice. And we want to be, um, we're not looking to, I mean, long-term goals, we want to have research branch, possibly do a fellowship. I mean, these are very lofty Mm long-term goals, and and those aren't things that are going to come very fast. Um, But we are currently working on a small research project. I mean, small, I say it's small, but I think it's outstanding. Then we also want to, just like any association, grow with the needs of the membership. So perhaps we're already doing a yearly webinar for anybody who's a member. You can get a few credits. Um, and we figured that would do the cost. If we give you four credits, then a $100 membership isn't that right. outstanding for you. So you automatically, if you're a member, you get a four-credit webinar. So we want to be an education source. So education, research, and uh, we want to be a face to the public of what obstetric CRNAs are. Hmm. So uh, tell me how the organization is made up. You have a board? We do. That is currently, um, and it's, we have titles. I'm president and 
Um, Jonathan's actually, Jonathan Alvarado is the executive director, but it's not like we're paying him for yes. anything. You know, it's just starting. So give him a raise. Right, I know. <laughs> double his in, you could double, double his income, right? Did you hear yeah. that, Jonathan? Yeah. We're going to double your income. Yeah. <laughs> zero plus zero yeah. still equals zero. Right, right. Yeah. right. So this, it's a labor of love right now. Mm. Um, Mike Tran has been involved. Um, Tom Barabal has been involved. Jose Ortiz, who's out in Arizona. And... I'm forgetting people, and I, I can't believe I'm doing that. It's okay. Uh, Ruth, <laughs> as um, out in Seattle, was helping us, Ruthie. And it sounds like there's a lot of people who um, buy into this goal yes. and who are working hard so then to we make have, this organization happen. Yeah, we have three committees already, and those committees are research, uh, clinical, and um I can't remember the official name, but it's like the face to the public. PR. So, yeah, PR, that kind of thing. And the and that's really amazing that people, I mean, people have come out of the work to help. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. And they call, and, and I imagine after this podcast, I'll hear from more people, and that's mm-hmm. wonderful because there's so much work to be done. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how many CRNAs do obstetrics across the country? No, but guess what? That's what? a great transition. <laughs> so we are doing something right now called the Who We Are Project. Oh. And that is the very first research project, and that's my baby. And what we're going to do, and it's very lofty, but we have <laughs> identified so far 40 out of 50 states. We've identified every single obstetric practice in 40 out of 50 states Mm. and it doesn't take that long we'll get through the last 10 and then the committee the research committee is currently developing a set of questions and what we're looking to do is identify not just what the crna practice is like oh is it a supervised practice an act model is it right but we want to see if CRNAs are working to full scope of practice in OB anesthesia, because you'll find that in a lot of practices, particularly west of here, that CRNAs function completely full scope of practice, even though they're technically in a supervised model. Mm, mm -hmm. And so I think what we can do is identify some pretty powerful advocacy numbers, identifying the scope of practice of every obstetric CRNA in the country. Interesting. So how are you funding your research? Well, that's really not done yet. So <laughs> um, I did have a great talk with Lorraine Jordan from the foundation, and she thought that we have a great possibility of getting funding if we write that up. So once we develop the questionnaire and we're finished identifying the questions and, and the, the plan, then we will apply for funding and we want to i think pay students is right now what we're talking about is pay students a stipend to make the phone calls because we want someone mm-hmm. who's cued into the 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 nuances of the questions because they'll be very nuanced questions and you can't have just anybody asking the questions right so you wouldn't want me asking the questions. <laughs> I mean, That's actually, what you're Jeremy, saying, I honestly think you could. I think you're good. I, I, think, he could do, I think he could do it. You'd probably come up with better questions. You'd be like, no, wait a minute. You haven't thought of this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know right. about that. <laughs> that is true. So you mentioned earlier it's it's $100 to join, mm-hmm. correct? $100. And, and what happens with that money? Um so right now, not a ton. It's um, aside from paying for 
the website, paying for, like I said, the insurance costs for, because we, people don't think about this kind of thing, but we're putting together something that people can interpret as advice, even though everywhere it says we are not to be taken as an advisory. Right. Um, but this someday will be a lot more powerful and we have to be insured to make sure the board that stands behind it has to be insured. So that costs money. And right now we are looking to fund the research. So that's it. And we don't have, I think, I think we're somewhere upwards of, uh, Jonathan would know, I think it's 300 members. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's not a ton of money, though. Yeah, no, no, but, <laughs> but we still. Have, we have corporate sponsors, too. So okay. we have Somnia and Black Buddy have both sponsored us, so we're very grateful okay. for that. Yeah, great, great. Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855-304-3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. So why don't you tell us a little bit more of why and how much you love obstetric? Oh, I am so passionate about it. So it's really (laughs) funny because if you would have asked me when I was going to nursing school, if I was ever going to work in obstetrics, I would have rolled my eyes and thought, I'm going to be an ICU nurse and I'm going to be so cool and I'm going to do all these cool (laughs) things. And what I never understood is how critical care I see or obstetric nurses are. And he was such a tremendous respect for them. And so there, there are some powerhouse people out there right now in our organization doing some amazing things with obstetric anesthesia, but also um, with things, organizations like the Association for Women's Health and obstetric and neonatal nursing. I did it A1. A1. <laughs> I used to know yeah. their executive director. Yeah. She lived in Charlotte. Oh, really? Yeah, she did. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm going out there to speak uh, okay. in June for their national meeting. So they there's a the the passion I have grew out of well, one, if you're good at something, you always like it. And I'm just right. naturally I think people have a feel for that. Um, regional and I have a good feel for that so Mm -hmm. that's how I started into it and then I just didn't realize how much it well it lends itself tremendously to independent practice so a lot of times you're doing everything by yourself and you're even in a supervised model so early on my very first job was supervised and you'd be up there doing your own thing and I just Mm. loved that I just Mm. loved being Mm. there and then on top of that, you find out about the bleeding and the, the critical situations. And the way that, and I always say this, people say, oh my gosh, you know so much and you're so good at this. But here's the thing, and all due respect to all of you CVICU people out there, but it's just like a CVICU thing. It's not like you, it's easy to know a lot about one thing. Mm, so yes. it lends itself to being really cool in a very small area. And so right. I do also really appreciate that, particularly the older I get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sharon, do you, do you do any obstetrics? I mean, do you? No. No. You? I, I try not to. Actually, th- we we do C-sections where, yeah. where I work at a couple of days. And um, I... No, 
Yeah, no, I mean, this, <laughs> no, is, but this is my thought about it. You know, I think Syrianese either love it, love or, it or, or they, they hate dislike it. it a lot. And the, yeah. only, the only time that I thought I was going to have to go in there and do a C-section, and they had called over, they were rushing someone back, and I was the person free, and it was going to be a bad baby. And mm. I had just come back from oh. Minnesota whenever my Emma had oh passed away. Mm. And so I went and swapped places with a Syrianese, and I said, I am just not ready for yeah. a bad baby mm. after I just buried my 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 granddaughter. Um, so I didn't think about this till you said that, but that is something that when I was I, before, right before I went to school, I did ground in a helicopter for children's. Another I never would have done, but ended up doing it through friends. Someone recommended me. And, and I hadn't seen, ever seen a healthy delivery. I had never wow. seen one. Huh. So I remember being in anesthesia school and seeing that baby come out and, you know, having that adrenaline rush that I always had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I was young. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you still get them. Right, it's yeah, just not, not as, as much profound. adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was ready. A lot of things that way. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Sorry, gosh. I digress. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> back on topic. That, so on that note, um, oh, uh, but what I was saying is that they they um, they were healthy, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And wow. t- even today, even today, twenty years later, I'm still looking at these babies coming out and having that same like, oh, it's all good, it's good, it's uh, good. And I think yeah. it's because I had seen so much tragedy right. before I went in hmm. and. And, you know, and I had a bad delivery just recently that was unpredicted. It was a congenital, just a bad situation. And there's nothing like that. It Mm. just takes your gut and Mm. kills you. And I thought, boy, I did that every day when I was young for a while. And Mm. that was, Mm -hmm. I mean, it just took my, I think it crushed my soul a little bit. And so I think I'm still filling it back up with all these good deliveries. All right. So tell us about what members you want. I don't do OB, but... If there are CRNAs out there who do OB and not necessarily do OB all the time, you're looking right. for any CRNA who does obstetrics. Well, and I think, too, any CRNA that understands we're in a really incredible period of growth as a nation, as, C- as CRNAs. And I think this movement is just a part of that. We and the work that we're doing with our little committee, and it's not going like a million miles an hour. I'm not going to act like we're going to get this done tomorrow, and it's all because you know we're all working full time. This is all volunteer, but we will finish this and we will get those numbers, and it will be impressive. I have no doubt in my mind that these numbers will be very important for the organization. So, anybody who wants to support that kind of movement, that kind of you know we are a 501c3 so we don't do political work right but the the information could be mm-hmm. used over time through for a million different reasons and right. and to protect our scope so when ACOG comes to us and says you can't do this we can slam that paper down and say we can and we do and we do it everywhere and you cannot tell us that we don't because you are denying the entire country 
the care that they deserve. Hmm. And that, yeah, don't get me started. I've read to get real passionate. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. It so just came out. That's yeah. it. So your NAs who want to join, just go to your website. Go to our website. It's $100. And you do get the free webinar once a year. I think we did it in November this year, so we'll probably do it in November next year. And, and what is the website? It's sonar-ob.org. Okay. Okay. Sonar-ob.org. Yeah. Yeah. Go and join if you do OB. Yeah. Or if you want to support us. Yeah. Um, just like Havana, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I'm a exactly. member of Havana. Plus, Me just too. think about it, folks. It's another organization you can write down that you're a member of for your CV. Oh, oh yeah, there, there you, you go. go. That's right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, it's on all my stuff now. I'm president of Sonar. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. That's right. And you came up with it. Well, yeah. kind of. with. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, I definitely, this is my baby, and I have, you know, and there are. No pun intended. Yes, exactly, that's (laughs) hilarious, but there are a million people who have thought of it as well. I mean, people have wanted this for a long time, so. But it takes somebody to act, and so, there you go. I get that. Well, Susie, as we conclude, anything you want to get across to our listeners or anything you no. want to say? Join, join, join. Join, yes, please (laughs) come, and, and if you don't. There, my email's available in a million different places. I'm available to you on just um, Facebook, on Instagram. I'm not as great on LinkedIn, and I need to get better about that. But um, you can reach out. There's a, a chat thing, and you can say my name or whatever. I, I'm so happy to talk to you about this stuff, and I'm never unapproachable. So please approach me if you have questions, if you see me, if you have any questions. I... I want as many people to be invested in this as possible. So please reach out. Awesome. Well, Susie, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for all the good work you're doing. And I mean, you got a lot on your plate. I yes, mean, you know, you CRNA, do, yeah. president of Asana, Sonar. And you're controller of another company, your husband's company, right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. Am, so yeah, you got technically, which is funny, but yeah. yeah. So we have, yeah. A, um, we have a manufacturing business, and I, yeah. um, I do all the billing and the yeah. bills for that. So so you got a lot yeah. of irons in the fire. Yeah. So. And I'm in education. I'm at the University oh, of That's Cincinnati. right. Yeah, yeah, I left that one out. Gosh. And she wrote a book. And she wrote a book. Good yeah. gosh. Yeah, promote that all the time. I do, yeah, I, so do. I do a lot of speaking on yeah. that. Yeah, so. so a lot going on. Yeah. No wonder you stay so skinny. And, and only sleep here, five here. hours Put a night, this right? Chocolate. Listen, this, is all I've, this is all I've eaten. I've eaten this nothing chocolate. but chocolate today, so I really need to. I came, ran downstairs to join the lunch because I thought it'd be a buffet, and I was a little late, and it, there was no lunch, and I oh, no. had a chocolate bar. And so mm. Sounds like dinner dessert. last night. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, Sharon, I think it's a wrap. I think so. Thank you so much. Thank you. We want to thank our listeners for listening to Beyond the Mass with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. Sharon, if they like our show and want to help us continue to grow, what can they do? Well, the best way to help us grow is to leave us a review, but make it positive. We all know there's way too much negativity in this world. Share us on social media. Tell all your friends we grow best by word of mouth. Absolutely. We're in the top 50 medical podcasts in the country on the way to number... Number one, just like we are in the CRNA community. Yes, we are. Thanks to all of our listeners. Absolutely. Till next time. It's a wrap. Hey, CRNAs, it's time to simplify your continuing education. 
Welcome to CRNAeducation.com, your trusted provider for CPC core modules and a plethora of Class A CE credits. You can explore 43 detailed articles covering various anesthesia topics, all from your favorite device, anytime, anywhere. And with over 40 pharmacology CE credits, meet your state board requirements effortlessly. Whether you need a few credits or everything to recertify, we have what you need. Just complete your credits online without any subscriptions or recurring charges. You can trust in our 100% CRNA-owned platform, established in 2011, ensuring you receive the best in customer service and educational content. Ready to learn? Go to crnaeducation.com making continuing education easy and accessible. And don't forget that support is always a quick email or a text or phone call away. To sign up and learn more, just go to crnaeducation.com. Today's show is brought to you by the folks at CRNA Financial Planning, an independent consulting firm that offers financial planning services exclusively to CRNAs and their families. From planning for a child's future college expenses to building a predictable income stream in retirement, the firm is committed to offering you comprehensive financial services customized to fit your unique needs and objectives. If you have questions about your financial future, get them answered. Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Hi, this is Jackie Rolls, President of the International Federation of Nurse Anesthetists and President and Founder of Our Hearts, Your Hands, a global anesthesia support community that takes donations to allow nurse anesthetists in low and middle income countries to go to educational programs, buy equipment or textbooks. Your donations are tax deductible and we would appreciate your support. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you like to listen to shows. Also, be sure to check out beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Each episode is posted there with a corresponding blog post, and we timestamp important parts of the episode to help you quickly get to the content you're looking for. Also, check out the special series section on the site. You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA History Series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA Personal Finance Series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.